866-906-7663. 72 degrees, one more day of nice warm sunshine before we get some wetter weather this week. 58 degrees overnight, mostly clear into your Wednesday, and it looks like on Veterans Day we'll start off just fine with some sunshine early in the morning. 71 the high, winds will be picking up in that 15 mile an hour range, and shower activity will begin Wednesday afternoon. 63 overnight with continued showers throughout the evening and through your Thursday. This is Jeff Kamash with WNRI Weather. Savini's. Views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Yeah, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this uh Beautiful Tuesday. My goodness, is it nice out? Yes, it is. This portion of the program, listen, get out of the house. I mean, only because we do have some rain that's going to be moving in. But uh, why not get out of the house? And um, on top of that, this is a perfect time to stop in and see Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland. It's My Health in Cumberland, located right across from Davenport Restaurant. You're going to find... This tri- you know that old white church on Menden Road. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see Marie. And you're going to find uh, tremendous vitamins. She is so knowledgeable. Folks, you need everything you can right now to stay healthy. And at It's My Health in Cumberland, that's exactly what Marie will do. And whether it is, in fact... You know, vitamins for you and your family. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in right across from Davenport Restaurant and see Marie. Vitamins, herbal remedies, local products like the incredible Kai Berry, that antioxidant that's good for you. Hemp and CBD products as well. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, again, just a reminder... Tomorrow is Veterans Day. We have special programming. And then coming up on Thursday will be the Governor Mundo press briefing. And there is a lot of news um, right now. All the news that's starting to come out locally, you can already see where things are starting to shift into um, the whole um, the whole situation regarding COVID. Everything seemingly is now focusing on COVID, and the COVID numbers are going up. So we are definitely in a second wave. We're in a second wave right now regarding COVID, and people need to identify that. And and this isn't just going on here. It's obviously everyone in Massachusetts. You know, we're kind of... Rhode Island, Mass, Connecticut, we're all kind of under the same umbrella. Some places, New York, seems to be worse than other parts of the country. But then you have Florida. And Florida doesn't seem bad at all. Florida is wide open. Um, Florida doesn't seem to have um, anything like that. I'm also seeing right now, this is the first time in 116 years of records that Providence has topped 70 degrees on five straight days in November. How about that? Five straight days above 70, although the rain um, will be 
will be starting to come in. So the um, a big story, obviously, right now, Biden's team considering legal action. They're trying to force a formal transition of power. The president's people, it's very simple. 71 million people voted for President Trump. 71 million people voted for President Trump. And how about this line? No evidence of systematic fraud in the U.S. election. Well, this is starting to sound. This is certainly starting to sound a lot um, about, you know, mostly peaceful protesters. That's what it's it's starting to sound like. Now, I know four years ago today, there was President Trump sitting with President Obama. And that was different. That was a clear win. Um, I want to read some of the latest now update. The spread in Pennsylvania is 45,000. They've now found enough glitches, switches in Pennsylvania to give the lead back to the president. The most recently occurred in only one hour. So here are some numbers. In Michigan, it was six MI of 6,000 votes. Since then, in MI, it was exactly 1,127 votes. In Pennsylvania, it was exactly 19,958 votes. In Georgia, it was exactly 1902. Wisconsin, 13,400 um, in Pennsylvania, it was actually 32 in one hour. All the glitches went in only one direction. See, that needs to be examined. If all the votes coming in were all basically just going in one direction, then, you know, that, that, that needs to be vetted. And people have a right to know, how did that come about like that? That's what I would like to see <clears throat> the... Um, the media start to examine, and that is something that also uh, we, you know, we need to get a handle on that. And locally, the Republican Party needs to, needs to get a handle on it. If Nate Silver says if polls are becoming less accurate, it's not clear they are, but leave that aside. People basically need to accept that there's more uncertainty. But instead, what will happen is that people become more confident in their dubious narratives and hot takes. You know, I am seeing that some people right now. Some people do not know what to think. Some people absolutely right now, they don't know what to believe. They don't know. And I can tell uh, people are very uh, untrust, not trusting of exactly, uh, you know, what to believe, what not to believe. What's real, what's not real. <clears throat> Even locally, I don't, I don't understand why we have to take... The Secretary of State's word for it that everything in the election was done on the up and up. I don't understand why we have to, you know, accept that. There should be proof of that. There's there's just too much where we kind of have to take it for granted. We, we're supposed to believe that, you know, Congressman Cicilline received close to... 160,000 votes. And we're just supposed to believe that. Um, I don't know why that can't be examined and fleshed out. And it should be. But as much as people right now, here's a uh, headline. Joe Biden's lead in Arizona drops below 15,000. 63,000 ballots remain. You know, then, then that they need the time to walk through that. That's real. 63,000 ballots remain. And the lead is below 15,000. Now, those remaining ballots, is it possible that President Trump could get 
you know, 45,000. I, I don't know. But that what what is exactly the rush to settle this? Why do we have to immediately? I know that in the past, the night of, that they used to immediately announce the winner. But we've we've learned that that's not the way to go. And even, you know, Hillary Clinton said to Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden, whatever you do, don't concede. So, you know, they're following that. And but at the same time, why can't President Trump follow that out? When you have 71 million people have voted and then Biden got whatever it is, 74 million. The the president has an obligation, he and his people, to his base to go through and make sure that all of those ballots are legit. Period. End of story. There's no argument with that. You know, people voted for him and they have a right to know and make sure that if, if there's one fraudulent ballot, it cancels out a legitimate ballot. And I, I really liked Mark Levin with Ken Starr saying this whole business of every ballot has to count. Every vote counts. Well, every legal vote, vote should count. Every legal vote should count. Not if there's a situation that someone did pass away a month ago and then their spouse or family says this person really won. And by the way, that goes on both sides. I want to be very clear about that. I don't want people thinking just for that. But there, there are people that are experts in this. They can determine. Um, and if you see a huge mail ballot in surge that comes in and they're all from one county and they're all going in the Biden column, then that, that is certainly worth looking at. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery. They're located in Lincoln. They service the entire state, female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. We'll get the job done safely and securely. Preferred Towing also buys older vintage cars from the 60s and the 70s. You know, maybe one that's been sitting in garage the last 15 years. Well, they'll give you a fair offer today. Preferred Towing and Recovery. Call them at 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com. Preferred Towing and Recovery. Call them. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, or right now. You know, maybe you were planning on restoring an old vintage car from the 60s and 70s, and you just didn't do it. Why not call? At least get a fair offer. See what they're willing to offer you. Preferred Towing, 401-725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. And I also want to say this about the... um, the Republican Party. I'm glad, you know, Lindsey Graham is defending the president. Mitch McConnell is defending the president. And and locally, I think there's there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake regarding exactly, I'm not saying it's easy, but how this should be handled. And right now, um, I'm seeing someone having a comment that people over 50 are upset 
at someone for not thinking the race was stolen. People under 40 are glad they're not buying conspiracy theories. Well, here's the thing. Without question, as I've been telling you, the, the Trump people need to start to, at some point, um, deliver the goods. But Senator Chris Coons reveals Republicans are going <clears> to, <throat> some of them are going behind the president's back. Fauci says he has no intention of leaving. The the This whole business, for instance, in Arizona, they're still counting ballots. I think Fox News calling calling the state of Arizona for Biden, that was so unfair. And it's also seemingly setting up some kind of a, a war within Fox right now. Um, without question, if you've been watching some of the programming, I noticed that they're not exactly sure how to handle things. They're not sure whether or not they should should back the president or throw him under the bus. Uh, but I can't believe that Neil Cavuto. I want to play it again. And so many people with good reason cutting off Kayleen McEnany. I, I just I'm still having a tough time with this. One. States, notably Pennsylvania with the vote cap. Let's listen. One party in America that opposes verifying signatures, citizenship, residency, eligibility. There is only one party in America trying to keep observers out of the count room. And that party, my friends, is the Democrat Party. You don't take these positions because you want an honest election. You don't oppose an audit of the vote because you want an accurate count. You don't oppose our efforts at sunlight and transparency because you have nothing to hide. You take these positions because you are welcoming fraud and you are welcoming illegal voting. Our position is clear. We want to protect the franchise of the American people. We want an honest, accurate, lawful count. We want maximum sunlight. We want maximum transparency. We want every legal vote to be counted, and we want every illegal vote to whoa, whoa, whoa. be I just think we have to be very clear. She's charging of the other side is welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting. Unless she has more details to back that up, I can't in good countenance continue showing you this. I want to make sure that maybe they do have something to back that up, but that's an explosive charge to make. The other side is effectively rigging and cheating. Uh, if she does bring proof of that, of course, we'll take you back. So far, she has started saying right at the outset, welcoming fraud, welcoming illegal voting. Not so fast. We'll have more after this. All right, now that's Neil Cavuto, folks, and they cut it off on Vox. Now, again, they have a correspondent in the room. They have a White House correspondent in the room. They could have been asking those questions. So they're saying it. You're not saying it. This is the White House press person. Kaylee McEnany, is she saying this? You're not saying that. You're covering it. You have, I think it's John Roberts, in the room. And he's perfectly capable of asking her about that. What is your proof of that? Did they ever shut down? The media, I, I, I am surprised Fox did that. And the way that he jumped on that, it makes you start to wonder if this was, was premeditated. That in going forward, when they start to make these things, we're gonna we're going to cut away from it. So uh, this that's a form of their. How does he know? He has a reporter, meaning Fox. He is a correspondent. That afterwards, he could certainly bring him on and say, "Gee, John Roberts, those are pretty explosive charges." Yes, Neil uh, Cavuto. I spoke to her and I asked her that, and she said, "Blah blah blah," but. 
just because at that moment you don't have the information that she has, folks, didn't didn't you? I I think anyone that's listening, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday at one twenty one, and I um. There's a problem with how they're starting to censor what's going out there. And and they're only seeming censoring one side. They're not going after the other side. They're, they're allowing, and we've watched for the past four years, every CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, anyone. How about during Judge Kavanaugh? Did they cut off Christine Blasey Ford, Neil Cavuto? How about some of the allegations there? MSNBC ran that interview with a woman had no credibility, talking about horrendous things that were going on. And they did they cut her? Oh, hold on a minute, Christine Blasey Ford. She has no no. She was testifying. This is a White House press briefing. Well, unless she shows me that information, I'm not. Time out a minute. Wait a second. Time out a minute. A second is what I mean. One moment. What is this you suddenly start to jump in? You can question, but that certainly didn't stop a lot of the allegations. We heard about that, you know, the whole thing with the Russian collusion and a dossier and had embarrassing things about President Trump. And all of that was allowed to air. I don't remember Neil Cavuto, certainly not MSNBC or CNN. Think of the false information they put out about Judge Brett Kavanaugh. They didn't question hey wait a minute you don't have proof to back that up hey wait a minute this whole thing with the Mueller report they didn't have anything on that and they allowed that to ear i was very disappointed and surprised that fox news is taking this direction again you have a reporter in the room this isn't someone calling a press conference saying i just boarded a plane you know a uh, a spaceship with aliens and they took me blah 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 i mean this is the white house but if you don't have notarized mail, you don't have notarized mail ballots. And you, how many people listing right now, 123 on this Tuesday, you didn't request it, but you received a mail ballot to your house? A lot of people. How many people did that happen to? A lot. So I, this business of how dear, there's no evidence of encouraging. Well, no, when you break down the system, and allow people to manipulate the system. You you are inviting fraud, right? You are, in a sense, inviting people to game the system, so to speak. I don't think that was such a a charge. I don't I don't think it was. Maybe he felt less comfortable that it was the White House press person and not a campaign person. But this business just to cut it off, so then we don't hear the rest of that. While they have the Fox White House correspondent, John Roberts, in the room, in the room covering, they have access to her with the ability to question her. Gee, that's a explosive charge you're making. Um, I, I have a hard time that the anchor now cuts away with that. We started to see that during different things. MSNBC, CNN, they started doing that with the president they think it's cute now that is possible cnn had a big week cnn last week with the election or not they had a huge week 
I think they the biggest week they've ever had last week, CNN. Maybe Fox is looking at that, saying maybe we're going to start to do some of those things. Maybe we're going to start to pull away. It's possible. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe maybe that is part of it, that they're starting to go in that direction where they feel, you know, it, it certainly seems as though there is a concerted effort with Fox as people are noticing, not with Tucker Carlson, but well, maybe a little bit of Tucker, definitely not with Hannity. Laura Ingram was kind of saying, let's think of all the achievements that the president's made. That certainly sounded like encouraging to concede, and maybe he is going to concede. But I would argue the Trump people, they concede when it makes sense for them. Folks, again, I want to remind you, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone call, West Fountain Auto Body today, 272-3340, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Here's what we're going to do. It's 126. We're going to uh, take a quick break, send it back to the studio with Jeff Gamach. Leave it right here, a lot more head right here on the John DePietro Show. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. J.K.L. Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly. It's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call J.K.L. Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, J.K.L.'s reputation Second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved national grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401 351 7600. I'll give you that number again. 401 351 7600. JKL. They'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free. Financing is available and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering. 401 351 7600. Well, good morning, everyone. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at the website. It's uh, DePietro.com. This portion of the program, as we kick things off on this Tuesday, beautiful, another beautiful, uh, my goodness, the stretch of weather is fantastic. And tomorrow is Veterans Day, but great weather. It's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Always provide high-quality, fair pricing, an exceptional service. Residential, commercial, seal coating patios. This is perfect weather. Invest in your home. Let's face it, because of COVID, a lot of people aren't traveling anywhere. 
So why not invest in your home with letter J, J. Perry Paving. They specialize 20 years experience, commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, committed to staying on uh, schedule with their projects. They offer free estimates any project. Look for them on Facebook. Their website is letter J, J com, or call them 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Call my friend Joe at J Perry Paving. They're just terrific. And you know what? The benefits of asphalt, maybe you have a cracked driveway. Well, they'll let you know that it's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. Residential asphalt driveway is the way to go. And they specialize in it. J. Perry Paving. Call them 401-732-1730. Well, folks, we continue now our coverage. This is uh, Today is, of course, <clears throat> Tuesday, November 10th. Tomorrow's Veterans Day. We have a great program in store for today. Um, I want to um, just repeat, you know, the president, and I'm so glad that people like Mitch McConnell and others are backing the president. The president has every right to make sure that this election was above board. And I, I, as I was telling you yesterday, I am very concerned the lack of curiosity by the local media. Uh, I don't believe I don't believe that everything was on the up and up. There's a lot of holes and gaps in the system that have been manipulated. A lot of it has been manipulated because of COVID. There were many people, and let me break it down for you. A lot of people, the voting is tough. A lot of people don't know meaning what really goes on behind the scenes. But a lot of this has to do with the fact that there's no mechanism to check that when someone is registered to vote, are they, do they actually live where they say they live? All right. So you get someone's name and age, but do they really live somewhere? Are they really a resident there? Could you get an out of town voting list and put people through the system and get people and just start putting them at different addresses and then matching up ballots that way? I, I'm just questioning who's even checking that. Is anyone checking it? I've heard that no one is rejected that wants to register to vote. And that's a problem because now you're, you're dealing with a fraudulent voting list and a voting list that is, you know, it just continues to expand. The Rhode Island voting list right now is it's it's way above and much higher than what what it normally should be. Not everyone votes. And if this continues, by the way, a lot of people have contacted me and told me you're frustrated by the system. You're upset about what happened. You don't believe the results. The media is really focusing on the presidential election, and for good reason, by the way, and I understand that. But this trickles down, and we need more accountability. I don't like, and I've been very vocal about it. Those of you that listen to the program know I've been very vocal the past few years, the way that this Secretary of State, Nelly Gobia, operates. And that is that birth dates are not included, so you don't know, uh, you know the year of what someone, who it is. It's difficult the way they set it up to uh, cross-reference to see if someone lives in a different town, if they live in a different state, if they voted multiple times. I want to be very clear. I don't believe this vote total. And I am I think it's very concerning that the reaction from the media is, the reaction of the media is basically the onus is on 
the Republican Party and or, you know, people are saying to me, well, do you have evidence there was widespread fraud? Well, why don't we get all the information out of the Board of Elections? And, and there are people that are equipped to be able to go through a voting list and find out. Um, but as, as many of you know, or maybe you don't know, but if you have, we'll just use the name, you know, Jim Smith. And Jim Smith says he lives at a certain address and he's 18 years old. They, they don't have the mechanism of manpower to go and what are they going to knock on the door and see if he's home and, hey, do you live here? And is this your name? And you, you don't know that. You could have a lot of phantom people. You could have, and the, the element of people either dying or, or moving out of state, but you still have that a certain name, we'll stay with the name Jim Smith, that he lives at this address. And, and if then I become part of a campaign and I'm always including him and I, I know Jim, even though it doesn't exist, it's like that episode. Remember a mash where Hawkeye, they created someone and, uh, I think at the end, then they even had like a, funeral form they were all speaking about him and but but my point is i i don't see the mechanism covid has given certain people like secretary of state nelly gobia the opportunity to not give us all the information when they say oh we purged the list and but basically it's an honor system we have to take their word for them for it because it's it's very limited how we can check was the list really purged did they really remove certain people from the voting list did that did that happen i'm telling you right now that i find it impossible impossible to believe that over 508,000 people last tuesday in rhode island voted and there wasn't some kind of a glitch error someone shouldn't have been allowed to vote someone moved somewhere else someone did you know they they talk about someone passed away and the mail ballot sitting there and the spouse says, I believe he or she wanted to vote for this person. That, that's an illegal vote. People may not get that, understand it, but that, that's actually a vote that shouldn't be allowed to take place. But it's very concerning. And this is, to me, folks, it's really incumbent upon the Republican Party. You're going to lose people. You're going to lose people that are going to say, what's the point? Why am I doing this? Why should I be part of this? Why should I run for office? If I'm not going to be treated fairly, if someone doesn't have my back, if someone isn't going to go to bat, if someone isn't going to, you know, make sure that everything is being done on the up and up, why would I go through this again? That's the last thing you want. If someone is defeated, you want them to feel eye of the tiger. You know, it was a setback, but... I'm going to take the next year off. I learned from it. And a year from now, I'm going to start campaigning again. There's a big difference between that and people that say, forget it. I'm never doing that again. It's a rigged system. What did I do that for? I I walk away from this. I would never encourage anyone to do it. And if you don't engage people and feel that, that you have their back and you're doing everything possible to try to ensure that all votes were legal votes, that were cast, it's very damaging to the party. Right now, the Trump Rhode Island people, um, you know, Doreen Costa raised some objections, but the the Republican Party and specifically Trump Rhode Island, they, they need to jump into action here. They really do. 
Um, and it, and it can't just, you know, there, there needs to be a lot of questions need to be posed to the Board of Elections and the Secretary of State. And now is the time to hold their feet to the fire. Folks, I want to remind you about Preferred Towing and Recovery. They're located in Lincoln. It's Mark and Christine. Preferred Towing and Recovery. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, which are repossessions, private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. They get the job done safely and securely. And Preferred also buys older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call for a fair offer today. Maybe you had planned at some point you were going to restore that vintage car from the 60s or 70s. But why not call them and get a free offer? 401-725-8500. Preferred towing. 401-725-8500. Or online at preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Preferred Towing and Recovery. 401 401- 725-8500. All right, Donna Perry, the Sun Chronicle coming up. We're going to continue to follow the latest. President Trump, I don't blame him. Go to the mat. Let's get to the bottom of this. And locally, come on, let's get some answers from the Board of Elections. There's no way. Folks, the odds that they received over half a million votes and not one of them is wrong. Not one person voted twice. I don't believe it. Let's get to the bottom of it. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today. 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police. Fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain. 401-272-3340. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. 
this is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732-1730, 732-1730. You can find them online, letter J, J. Perrypaving.com. They're also on Facebook. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. What a difference it makes. How aesthetically pleasing it is. Folks, invest in your home, invest in your property, your business. J. Perry Paving, provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Hey, they'll offer a free estimate, any project. What a difference it makes. You can have a beautiful home, but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while, call J. Perry Paving today. This is also a great time of year to have that patio done, seal coating, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Call them, 401-732-1730. They're the best, 732-1730. It's incredible. Asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new project or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, looks beautiful. Hey, and the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. Maybe just thinking about it. This is the perfect time. Have that driveway done, patio done. J. Perry Paving. Call them 732-1730-401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at J, letter J, jperrypaving.com, and also on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. With me is the managing editor for OceanStateCurrent.com. It's Justin Katz. And, Justin, obviously a lot of uh, political news to discuss, but I'd like to start off just the significance, the breakdown. Uh, that was no small feat that Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, in her first election, uh, definitely a kingslayer and took out Speaker Nick Mattiello, and it would appear that we have a new speaker. Well, yeah, certainly. I mean, that was definitely the, uh, I guess the, you'd say the bright spot on the Republican ticket uh, this this time around in Rhode Island, uh, particularly noteworthy because early in the evening, a lot of Republicans looked like they were doing well because Republicans did so well on election day votes. So in every city and town, practically, the Republican was up and, and by not a small margin. Uh, but that seems to be just about the one race that uh, that didn't completely reversed when they got the mail ballots in. Um, let, let's talk about the significance of, um, I mean, let, let's face it, Mattiello's style was one of, um, you know, nothing made its way to the floor unless he wanted it to pass. It has been countless scandals that they've been involved in. Um, by all accounts, <clears throat> I mean, I point right at him as you know, everything wrong with the way Rhode Island to me was still, you know, was always under uh, a pay to play atmosphere with with Mattiello. And I think it is it is no small feat. And um, and I think it's a huge breath of fresh air that he is out of there. Well, I think, you know, I, I guess I'm going to withhold some judgment to see whether whether that changes. Uh, that, I mean, as you describe it, he may have been particularly bad or particularly good but that that sounds generally like how rhode island 
has run at least as long as I've been paying attention, no matter who's in the the, the main chairs there. So I think we do have to see if Shikarchi, the new House Speaker, is any different, if the atmosphere changes at all, or if that just continues with a, a different kind of person. Now, whatever happens, I think it's a good, it's a, it's a really, really good and healthy outcome that Rhode Island has learned the Speaker's House Speaker is not immune to voters. You don't have to, it doesn't take, you know, the state police or the FBI to get a, a House Speaker out of office. The voters can do it. I think that's a, uh, a, a very healthy lesson for our, our state to learn. Uh, and, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully Shikarchi is, is a more open speaker, uh, in that regard and starts to pare down some of the historical abuses and corruption that's involved in, in Rhode Island, the Rhode Island legislature. Um, but I, I, I just, I'm not going to get my hopes up for that. Um, partly, partly he may seem to be more, um, more open and more willing to let things come to the floor only because he's, if, if the legislature moves more to the left toward the progressive end of things, he can, he can make it seem as if he's being more open by letting the progressives have their way. Uh, so that, that's definitely something to watch out for. What do you think she did right, uh, Barbara and Fen Funk? What do you think led to her success? And do you think she was a better candidate than Steve Fry assuming it twice and lost? Well, I think, I think Steve, Steve Fry did a great job, definitely a, um, a knowledgeable political guy on law and politics, um, not unlikable, uh, had no negatives in that regard, but maybe a little wonky. Um, also, going up against Mattiello earlier on, uh, Byron Fenton was a, a strong and competent uh, candidate, but she had some some native advantages, such as, well, first of all, the being married to Alan Fong, who's a, still a popular figure, outgoing mayor of Cranston uh, in that area. Um, She's female in a time when that is an is an advantage in a political race, uh, and we're also following you know another two years of of Mattiello getting strung up on on little scandal big and little scandals, uh, which culminated in a a court case within the past couple months. So um, there was there was a lot in her favor there, and I think she was a, she was a strong candidate enough to capitalize on it. What, whether Steve Fry would have pulled it off or, or somebody similar this time around, that, that's an interesting question. I, I think there's a good chance somebody else could have done it, but she definitely had some advantages unique to herself. Yeah, I think um, I think she's a rising star. Uh, Steve Fry is good guy, smart guy, but I think this is one of those things that uh, yeah, people have to step back, and they, there are candidates that are better than other candidates. She she just has an easier way about her. Um, Nothing against Steve. She's she's more likable. And I think another good example is when you talk to someone like a Ken Block, he's a smart, knowledgeable guy. He he he's just there's some missing ingredient that and, and it's nothing personal against the person. But you put yourself out there that they're just not as electable as someone else. I think that that she she has I, I think she's actually a better candidate than her husband. She's she's. She really handled him very well in the debates. There was nonstop with the uh, the themes. She went right. She would hold him accountable. She ran to me a, a very aggressive, impressive for someone who's never run before. That that was a really that was a race unlike no one else running for office for a rep seat or a state senate ran the type of campaign that she ran. 
Well, yeah, the I mean, the campaign itself was was good. Um, although in that regard, you, you, you can't exactly call her a political novice. I mean, not only has she been helping her husband, but her husband, well, I'm sure, was involved in her campaign. Uh, and, and on electability, you know, that's a <laughs> that's a very subject, subjective thing. You know, I, I again, just this it comes down to personal. Uh, tendencies and personal preferences but i i personally find steve fry is more likable um but that's that's you know i may be very unique in that regard i'm not sure um but again nothing against her on a personality level that's just uh the people i i find more more likable uh but so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see. I mean, she's she certainly has to be included on a list of you know people to watch in Rhode Island yeah. in the political area. Uh, we'll see where she where she gets um, a lot of that a lot of that likability to the voters. We'll see how that translates into her fellow legislators and whether she can accomplish anything from her. I mean, that's going to be one of the big watch points uh i think across the board is one of mattiello's stronger talking points at least from a sort of retail politics perspective was to say to the voters of cranston look i'm the speaker no matter even if you like her better she's not going to be the speaker so that's going to be a, something she, probably a hurdle she'll have to overcome and, and hopefully her she and her, her husband and her, her team are, are looking at trying to figure out ways to to generate buzz and generate things to point to and say look we were successful without being a speaker so that canard can go away and if they can accomplish that again uh just like knocking out a house speaker that in itself will be very helpful very healthy for for rhode island government across the state if if it's known that you don't have to have the most powerful politician in the state to you don't have to put up with whatever they want to do in order to keep that benefit Folks, our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at OceanStateCurrent.com. Justin, one thing about Sakachi, I know him. He's very different than Mattiello. What, what should be noted is he was able to remain the number two. He didn't have any mud on him. He wasn't called to testify in that Mattiello re-election campaign. Uh, you know, the Brit trial, <clears throat> you don't hear him dragged in with uh, any corruption. He's a, a very nice guy, knows a lot of people. But what do you make of the fact that the General Assembly this whole time during the pandemic has not met and suddenly, boom, there they all are, or at least the Democrats, they're all in a room and they uh, have their caucus and they make Sakachi the new speaker. And then the Senate did the same. Boy, for people that kept coming up with reasons why they, they couldn't meet, um, they suddenly met in a hurry. Yeah, that was conspicuous, especially at a time when when the governor's imposing a a uh, I don't want to go go so far as to say fascist, but imposing a a curfew on a state based on a, a disease that's mildly more deadly than the flu, if at all. Uh, that's at that same time, and while we're all remembering that the General Assembly has not met in months and months and months to have any oversight or to to keep anything keep any real representation of the people going that the fact that they they feel completely casually comfortable getting together to caucus and pick leadership that was really telling and i I do hope rhode islanders learned a lesson and i hope when when all of our cell phones started buzzing because the the governor wanted to use our emergency broadcast system in order to remind us to follow her her arbitrary and and dictatorial rules i hope rhode islanders thought you know what the general assembly was able to beat uh that doesn't seem to make much sense you know there were before we go to a break 
there were people uh, posting on my Facebook page that some of the members of the General Assembly were saying, well, Governor Raimondo wouldn't let them meet. And just, you know, I pushed back and said that's completely false. Uh, first of all, she has no say of where they want to meet. It, Nick Battiello's strategy was lay low, lay below the, go below the radar, and therefore you don't, he was very happy that they did not have to meet this past spring. He had been, you know, he didn't know what was going to happen with the convention center. There was rumors he was going to be indicted with that grand jury. Uh, he, he didn't like the fact he had to keep going to the state house and then the press and he was successful. He made a calculated decision to not meet because otherwise, you know, you and I have both been on the lawn of the state house. They could have moved it outside. They could have had chairs set up. There's plenty of shade. They could have had some sort of a meeting or been, done it. They do it in public anyway. So they could have done something if they wanted to meet somewhere. They, they didn't want to meet. And then it came back to bite him when he was unable to go around and campaign. But someone was putting that out there. Oh, yeah, Governor Mundo wouldn't let them meet, which is you and I both know are complete falsehood. They could have met. Uh, I believe now they will meet. But it was just Mattiello just did not want to meet. Um, but, he, that was the gambling he, he took. Yeah, well, I, I, the, the discouraging thing is that it's, you know, only people, maybe only people like us who know that that's such baloney. I mean, every, yes. every well-educated citizen of the United States of America ought to know that the governor cannot tell the legislature, you cannot meet. I mean, that is, that is Venezuela type socialist dictatorship you, that is completely false and that is the big problem with the past six months and i think you're right i think mattiello not only did it bite him because he couldn't go out and campaign but i think there's there's a real missed opportunity for him to be the one pushing back and saying we're going to have accountability we're going to fulfill yes. our role and to look and then when he turned to the people of cranston and said look i'm the speaker of house it's very different than just your average representative that would have been a very powerful message but again he, some of it was calculated risk. He didn't know what might be coming down the pipeline, and I think more than that, I, I don't. I don't know that any of the many any of the legislators, except maybe the Republicans, really wanted to get back and and have to take any responsibility for anything that sure. happened. This way, they could hedge their bets and say, "Oh well, well, I, we didn't do that." Just like they were saying on on social media, "Oh, we weren't allowed to be." You know, "Oh yeah, right. Come on. You know, we did, we didn't impose a curfew. We didn't do this to your family and your business. The governor did." Uh, that's what they were hoping for, and unfortunately, there there wasn't as much of a backlash to that attitude as there should have been. Folks, quick break. A lot more ahead. Justin Katz, managing editor, OceanStateCart.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. This winter. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil, make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 401- 
521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200 this winter. I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's my health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. And it's my health at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family. Plus, hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. 36 Blackstone Street, Woonsocket. Have a question for Gil? Call 766-3270. We are an official Rhode Island inspection station as well. WNRI, Woonsocket. Radio News with Tim Berg. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was re-elected to his eighth term as GOP leader on Tuesday. Regarding the presidential election, the Kentucky Republican reminds everyone... Let's not have any lectures. No lectures about how the president should immediately, cheerfully accept preliminary election results from the same characters who just spent four years refusing to accept the validity of the last election and who insinuated that this one would be illegitimate too if they lost again only if they lost 
the people who push this hysteria could not have more egg on their face than they do right now. The Russia investigation is back in the spotlight on Capitol Hill. Senators hearing from former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is Larry Poitras asking you to join me daily on Primetime Talk and on Saturday Soapbox from 7.30 to 11 on News Talk 1380 WNRI. Sometimes adversity promotes creativity. And at Kay's Restaurant, they had to make some adjustments over the past few months. Introducing outside dining to our customers by turning a parking lot into a dining oasis. And after having a choice of 11 sandwiches over the years, it was time to expand Kay's menu. Customers love the meatball sandwiches, chicken pot pie, huge BLTs, and the menu changes.